Blog Talk Radio. Her, from her EP, She Is Me, 
and you can listen to that where you can download and where you can purchase and download the EP anywhere music is being sold digitally, like iTunes, uh, Amazon.com, Spotify, uh, all these, you know, streaming sites and digital download sites. So definitely search Nakia, She Is Me, and purchase that. And the name of that song was called The Drug Song, and the name of the EP, and that's called She Is Me. And you can get more information on Nakia at the sounds of Nakia, that's the sounds of Nakia, you spell Nakia, I K I A dot com. And, uh, you know, the, the EP is, is banging, you know, has a lot of uh, soulful songs, and it's just, it's just powerful. She has a lot of great things to say in her lyrics, a lot of great melodies. Um, so definitely check that out. Check out our EP. And um, also, check, I'm going to plug some more sites before we get straight to the interview with uh, with our guest, Mr. Brown, you know, David Mann. Yeah. Yeah, you know, we're going to bring him on in a second. Uh, you know, today I'm um, going to pick his brain. Uh, but before we do that, I got some stuff to plug. Um, definitely check out illfamemag.com for all your latest in entertainment and sports news. Uh, also check out themediablast.press. Definitely check out that site. It has a lot of great things on it. Uh, also check out blacktopia.org. You know, a lot of you listening, I know you're Blacktopians. You know, I'm glad you support everything you see some guy named Jay on, you know. And uh, what else, what else? Also, uh, you know, just support this network here, a podcast on demand. That's blogtalkradio.com forward slash podcasts on demand. You know, and check out all the uh great shows and great programs we have on the station. And uh, if you miss anything, you can always go to iTunes and check it out. Just search uh, Getting Nosy. And, you know, Nosy doesn't have an E in it. It's N-O-S-Y. <laughs> I know you probably search it for it. Some people put N-O-S-E-Y. But, no, that's not how you spell it. <laughs> I don't know why you clap for that, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So um, what else? What else? What's been going on? A lot of lot of things been going on in the news. A lot of kind of some you know a lot of negative things have been going on. But uh, you know I'm gonna report some positive news. Uh, and positive news, you know the DJ that uh, you know that that broke Kevin Gates. And he's also behind another artist named Sincere. You know, you can check out Sincere's music uh, on Audio Mac. And, um, you know, audiomac.com. And then you can spell Sincere, S-Y-N, apostrophe, Z-E-R-E. Definitely check that out. Check them out. You can also check them out at blacktopia.org as well. 
And uh, isn't that right? Yes, yes. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Now, before we get into the interview with uh, Mr. Brown, you know, David Mann, you know, I want to uh, actually play another song for you all, you know, get us a little hyped up, you know, play a song from uh, from General Grown. Yeah, that's right, play a song from General Grown. I know that's kind of uh, an awkward pairing. We want to have uh, David Mann, who... Uh, you know, he plays in a lot of Tyler Perry productions and a lot of Christian plays and films and things like that. Then I'm about to play some General Rome, which is straight up hip hop cursing. <laughs> but it's all good. I'm sure you won't mind. You know, it, 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 entertainment is entertainment, you know. Um, so, what I'm going to do is I'm going to play the title track from General Rome's mixtape, titled All Gas, No Breaks. And I'm going to go ahead and run that right now. And then after that, we're going to get to the interview. With, uh, with David Mann of Tyler Perry's Man and Wife and Meet the Browns. Break your records from coast to coast. DJ Exquisite. Fuck your favorite DJ. All gas, no brakes. All gas, no brakes. That's high, grown move, green light, go time, y'all better make room, only salute real niggas, fuck them other dudes, face off, peanuts, I did it up fool, just cause I rap, don't get me confused, I'm always about business, but you can get so into, right now it's great work, no place I can't see you, top speed, match off, ride fast like I'm supposed to, Either way, I'm getting dope. Half-ass niggas, I'm away for soap. 
Yes, that was All Gas, No Breaks by General Grown. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, that was, that was a banger right there. All right, let's go on ahead and uh, bring on to Nay and, and, and Mr. Brown for this interview. So without further, you know, without making our wait any longer, let's go on ahead and bring them on. Okay, well, let's get started. David Mann, a.k.a. Mr. Brown, what's going on? Not a lot, just just working hard, working. Working hard? And I know you get that a lot, Mr. Brown. Do you get tired of people calling you that, or is it kind of something you, you're used to now? You know, I'm used to it, it you know, but I'm kind of I'm kind of pulling myself away from the character. That's what I'm doing with the, the stand-up show and the reality show and the of the television shows, just kind of slowly pulling myself away from the character. Well, quickly pulling myself away from the character because I played the character for 13 years. I loved it. It's been great. But, you know, at some point it's just time to, like, move on. (laughs) (laughs) I know. I understand. I know you feel like, Lord, my name is not Mr. Brown. So how did you get into acting? I mean, have you always had, like, that that bubbly-type personality on screen? You know, I, I how I got started acting was kind of, you know, just really acting, acting a nut in class, whether it was in school, mm-hmm. whether it was anywhere else, just always kind of been the, I guess, the life of the party, if you want to say. <laughs> so, I mean, and I just genuinely like to see people have a good time. So when I'm doing mm-hmm. that, it's kind of like, you know, it's what I love to do. So I did my first stage play my first national stage play in 95. It was He wow. Say, She Say, but what does God say? And, uh, you know, mm-hmm. I loved it ever since. Wow, that's amazing. Now, you have done, like you said, you've done a lot of stuff. Congrats to you on that. Now, how did you get hooked up with Tyler Perry and all of his projects? I mean, I don't know if you know, you know I, but I'm I, sure you do, but you become like, one of the faces of his brand. I mean, you've been in, is it 11 films, am I correct? It's quite a few. I, I, don't, even, wow. I don't even know, really. But, you know, <laughs> we, I, I started out in the industry singing, and, uh, you know, once, you know, the the, fam, the Kirk Franklin and the family was over, uh, mm-hmm. we found out that Tyler and I, we had the same promoter that used to promote our, our tours. And so mm-hmm. once we, you know, that was ended, I auditioned for Tyler Perry, 
and Mm -hmm. never could have imagined that it would grow into, you know, (laughs) stage plays and movies and television shows and, and, you know, never, never could have imagined that it would grow into that. But we Mm -hmm. met through a promoter, a mutual uh, friend of ours. That's pretty cool. Talk about Tyler Perry. How is he? I mean, you know, we don't know him personally. Is he, you know, what type of personality does he have? What type of boss is he, I would say? I mean, just like anybody else, you come to work, do your gig, and go home. I mean, basically, that's it. If if you're not doing it, you'll say you're not doing it. Uh, but his work mm-hmm. ethic is second Work ethic is second to none. I mean, I've seen the dude, you know, go through a full week of shows with the flu. Anybody else would have mailed mm-hmm. it in and said, you know, I'm, I'm I can't do this, but never missed a beat. So you basically say he the he the Jordan of the movies, huh? Ah, uh, the Michael Jordan of the movies. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, we, we all. I mean, that's the work ethic that we all had. It's just like we got to keep it moving. People paid their hard-earned money, so let's keep it rolling. Mm-hmm. Wow, talk about that transition because you did talk about Kurt Franklin and singing. Talk about your transition acting the comedy, comedy the singing. I mean, you kind of do it all. You know, my, it was kind of what, with Kirk Franklin, the acting in you know, the whole group decided to do a show, a stage play. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of an easy progression because it was singing in the middle of acting. And then, you know, once I started, once the singing was done, I got to where I was just doing, you know, mainly acting roles. And, mm-hmm. you know, now it's been a while since I've done any singing as opposed to it being, you know, the other way around when we first started. So now I'm doing all acting and very little singing. Wow. That's amazing. Now, Tamala Mann, a.k.a. Cora, <laughs> your wife um, in real life, you all seem legitly in love and supportive of of one another. I love that. Um, how long have you all been together? April 28th will be 28 years. April 24th will be 28 years. April 24th. Well, you better get it right. <laughs> April 24th will be 28. That's why I got it mixed up. Oh, gotcha. That is amazing. Congrats on that. Now, Thank for you. anybody that's listening to this, I want to know, we want to know, what is the secret of staying in love and staying married? The you know what? We genuinely like each other. You know, because we work with each other 24-7. We have a couple shows mm-hmm. together. I, we work her music together. We do everything together. But that wouldn't be possible if we genuinely didn't like and support each other. Like when wow. she's on stage, there's nobody in the place that's a bigger fan than me. Mm-hmm. I can guarantee, I don't care if you bring her biggest fan, uh-huh. they're not going to be a bigger fan than I am. I mean, I don't it's to the point I don't want people mm-hmm. talking to me while she's singing. I don't want <laughs> you to say nothing to me. Just leave me uh-huh. alone and let me listen to, you know, I'm the number one fan. Wow. And that's so, because we genuinely, genuinely care about each other and like each other. It's just not like we love each other because we husband and wife. I mm-hmm. like hanging out with her more than anybody in the world. Oh, that's so sweet, and that's real. Um, that's some, some definitely some real advice because, like you said, some people are together because of the looks or the status of, or whatever it may be, but being together and actually liking each other, that that's definitely going to take you a long way. Now, is it not weird playing her dad on the show? I know you get that asked a lot, too. 
Or yeah, it was. You know, it was it was a little weird for her playing it because, you know, she felt it was a little awkward. But for me, I you know, I'm always exactly. crossing the line, of course. But you know, now our, <laughs> our new show, our new show, Man and Wife. You know, we actually get to play husband and wife. So, you know, I, I get to mm-hmm. do whatever. I get to be inappropriate as <laughs> I want to be because she's my wife. Right. Wow. Now kind of going back off of what you're saying, you all are kind of like Christian singers basically for the most part. And I know sometimes people question of you doing the comedy tour now and how is he kind of going to do that transition. Talk about kind of how, like, Christian comedy is is effective just like other comedy and and why you decided to do that. You know, I I like, you know, what I do every day when I was doing the stage plays, that's comedy. What I do on television, Mm -hmm. that's comedy. I do my Mm -hmm. full comedy set. I don't curse. I don't curse in just my everyday walk and everyday life. So it's not mm-hmm. hard for me not to slip and cuss anyway because I don't cuss on stage. So mm-hmm. for me, it's just doing what I do normally. It's just make people laugh without using vulgar language, without saying something that's going to have parents covering their kids' ears, you know. Mm-hmm. I just do clean comedy. I'm just I'm a Christian that happened to be a comedian. I'm not a comedian yeah. that just happens to be Christian. I love what I do. Mm-hmm. Wow. Hear my dog in the back. He's somebody. You know, I, I I just genuinely believe that, you know, not everybody wants ratchet TV, ratchet movies, mm-hmm. ratchet comedy. I believe there's some people out there that are looking for some stuff that they can sit down and listen right. to and and enjoy. Their kids can sit down, listen to, and enjoy. And everybody genuinely enjoys it, and it's genuinely funny and not corny. Yeah, and, I mean, we need more of that. Like you said, it's too much of the other stuff to me corrupting our mind and you seeing the TV screen and everything like that. So have that, having that clean comedy, I think we need more of that. So, um, right, that's and that's what we're doing. Have. That's what we're trying to do with, with our reality show is bring good clean, wholesome family entertainment, Mm -hmm. and, you know, you're listening and you're looking and we're throwing life lessons in there and without trying to be preachy and saying, you know, but you're getting Mm -hmm. values and and life lessons out of it. Right. Now talk about, you kind of talked about it a little bit, it's a man's world and man and wife. What made you want to kind of do the reality, quote, unquote, television Like, do you all face some challenges in that? You know, the challenge is getting getting the networks to realize that not everybody wants ratchet TV. Not everybody Mm -hmm. wants to see a show where the family's cussing each other out and, you know, Mm -hmm. everybody's just going crazy. You know, contrary to popular belief, there are people out there that want to see good family entertainment that resolves issues. Not a perfect family, but a family that mm-hmm. resolves issues that can show people like we're a blended family that can show other blended families this is how it you know can be done. This is how we make it happen. Mhm. Wow. Talk about some of the challenges or some of the things that you kind of encounter dealing with because, like I said, you are one of the faces I believe of Tyler Perry and everything he has going on, and I'm pretty sure there's a lot of people fighting for those spots. 
do you face any type of ridicule or any type of um, hatred or any anything that you kind of go through as far as, like, your success in dealing with him? Well, you know, we um, we haven't done any shows with Tyler in, ooh, it's been some years. But it's not mm-hmm. ridicule that I find. It, it's You can easily be stereotyped in right. what we do, uh, the character Mr. Brown. But I haven't faced any ridicule, per se. Uh, you know, for the most part, people know where we stand. They know what we stand for. And mm-hmm. so, you know, it's not... It's not that difficult. When they when they encounter us, you know what you're getting. When you are dealing with us, you know what you're getting. You know, mm-hmm. we don't run around preaching. We're saved. We preach and we love a lot. We just you just know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you just know because of just our walk. Mhm. It's natural. Yeah, it definitely comes off natural. I can say. Um, but just switching gears. Sometimes I kind of like to to go outside of the element of what people do and and talk about some issues going on. Are you into basketball, and have you been to, like, the NBA All-Star Weekend before? I I have not. I have not gone to the All-Star Weekend before, no. Uh, But I am into basketball, though. Who's your favorite player? You have one? I, I have to go with everybody, LeBron. Yes, I'm glad you said I am a yes, LeBron. Now I can't sleep on Steph right now. He is having a a, a MVP year. Mhm. He is amazing. Um, I mean, everybody's calling him an alien and all kind of stuff. And I mean, it's just it's just crazy the ability that he has. But I was asking because um, today Charles Barkley actually was saying that um, I don't know if you know you're actually coming to Charlotte, North Carolina, and we will talk about that, but. The NBA All-Star 2017, is. it was supposed to be here in Charlotte, North Carolina, but now they're trying to change it because of this bill that has been passed. And today Charles Barkley was saying that he thinks that the game should be moved from Charlotte, North Carolina to another place because of the law that um, Republican Pat McCrory signed, basically preventing cities and countries from passing their own, like, anti-discriminatory rules that prevent transgender citizens from using the restroom, and I know you've probably heard of that. Um, And he was basically saying, like, as a black person, he's against any form of discrimination, and, you know, he kind of feels like being the position that he's in, he needs to stand up for people that can't stand up for themselves. What do you think about that and and them wanting to move a whole entire all-star game from another city because of that? You know, I, I don't know all that's going on with, so, you know, a lot of times I, I don't like to speak on anything if I don't have all the facts. But mm-hmm. I, I will stand and say, you know, because of what we've come through as a people, it's hard for us to get in, get with anything that will discriminate against any people because mm-hmm. we know how that feels and we've been right. through it. So for us, it's like, you know, anytime you leave it to – a certain group of people to make up certain rules for everybody. Mm-hmm. We know what can happen sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know that so is definitely true. You know, and when you leave it to some states to make up their own stuff, you know we know we know what we've come through. You know. Mhm. Yeah, that's definitely here, true. Especially here in the South, we know what we've had to deal with and some of the, the problems that we've had to deal with just growing up mm-hmm. here in the South. 
Right. You know, we left it to some of the, some of our, you know, great, good old boys to do it and take care of us. And of course, there was some discrimination going on. Mhm. Yeah, and like I said, I, sometimes I just kind of like to see how people think about different issues and stuff like that. Because you know, we we were kind of excited about that All Star Game coming to Charlotte, and then everybody <laughs> You know what I mean? We were just, look, all, we already planning events, and I even was trying to hop on some, throwing some events, and now I'm like, oh shoot, we got a curveball now. So I think yeah. everybody's kind of like, kind of mad about that. Before. It'll get worked out before that. Mhm. Yeah, it definitely will. We gonna keep our fingers crossed for that one. But do you get recognized a lot, Al? I'm sure you do. Um, do you have a lot of people kind of running up to you asking for autographs and pictures and all for of that sure. stuff? Yes. But you now, know, do you ever get tired? Huh? You ever get tired of it? No. Only time that I have a problem with is when I'm with my grandkids, and mm-hmm. you know, I, I like to give them my undivided attention when I'm with them. I'm with them, and, you know, that's the time I choose not to do it. Right. Okay. I got you. I understand on that one because I know sometimes you see these celebrities out and they just have the worst attitude. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, did you no. not know that your fans are your biggest supporters? And they, they, they don't realize that until they're not the top star anymore and then nobody cares <laughs> about them. And then really doesn't care about them because of the way you treated people. So, I just believe mm-hmm. in treating people like I want to be treated. Right. Wow. You had any uh, crazy fan stories through all of your career? You have anybody that kind of sticks out to you? I guess, you know, just a couple ladies just, <laughs> we we were taking pictures one time, and I don't know what made this lady think that I wasn't going to say anything, <laughs> but we were taking pictures, and there were a crowd of people, and she had a handful of my behind. And I told everybody to freeze, nobody move. I said, freeze, nobody move, nobody say anything. And the whole, the whole line that was taking the pictures, everybody froze. I turned her right around and let the audience, let the people see what she was doing. She was so embarrassed. I don't know what made her think that that was cool for her to, like, have a handful of my booty. Yeah. Look, she, she got too caught up in Mr. Brown. I think she forgot what she was. No, Mr. Man fixed that. <laughs> I hear that. I like that. I really like that. Like you're a real stand up guy. Who we need more than mm-hmm. that is definitely ma- ma'am ma'am, that is not yours to grab. Why are you grabbing that? <laughs> Hands off. That's right. Oh. Well at least it was I already, too I already bad, got I an investor that then I already got an investor that then bought this. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow. That is so funny. Now, I see, I, I'm going to let you go. I ain't going to keep you all day, but I see that you all are on Snapchat now. Are you kind of familiar with that now? Are y'all snapping? And My wife crazy? is on Snapchat. I don't know nothing about it, but you'll see her on there. <laughs> but we both on there. I, I'll I'll figure it out sooner or later, but she does all the Snapchat. Oh, gotcha. So you're not really into the social media and all of that type of stuff? I am. I do a lot of Facebook, uh, Facebook Live posts. Okay. So you follow us on yeah, Facebook, you see some of my crazy Facebook lives. I will definitely have to check some of that out. And before we get out of here, what is one thing that you actually want to be remembered for? Hmm. 
one thing I want to be remembered for. I think I'll, I, I think I'll already be remembered for the love that I have for my family. What mm-hmm. I stood for as far as a family guy, the, my integrity. Right. Mm. I know that's more Maybe. than one, but, you know, that's a couple. No, that's fine. That's fine. I just, sometimes I just, I kind of want to know what people want their mark to be, and that's definitely amazing. Family is all you have. I hear that all the right. time. It's all you have. So plug your social media or anywhere where people can find you and um, follow David you wherever and, it may be. On face, Facebook at David and Tamala Man, everywhere else at David and Tamala, anywhere, Twitter, social cam, Instagram, at David and Tamala. Sounds good. Well, make sure y'all follow him, and good luck with everything. Of course, I'm one of your supporters. I watch the shows. I love the music. I love the comedy, and um, like I said, you will be here in Charlotte, so hopefully I can meet you in person tomorrow. Um, Okay, just let me know. I definitely will, and thank you for the interview, and good luck on everything. Thank you so much. You take care. You're welcome. You too. Thank you for that. That was a that was a wonderful interview. Yes, it was. You could tell it was old. <laughs> Oops, we got y'all. Uh, the the show ain't gonna phone itself in. All right. Thank you all for listening to our show. Getting nosy with Tanae and some guy named Jay. And uh, that's it. That's our show. Birdman, is there anything you want to say? Y'all, y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking. We ain't got no more talking.